0: And now there is a word from heaven There's a word from heaven that I want to share with you I want to call your attention to the gospel according to St. Mark Yes, Lord, the gospel according to St. Mark uh, Chapter 1, verses 29 through 31 Just real briefly, Mark chapter 1 Verses 29 through 31 Thank you so much And I'm sharing from the King James translation today Mark chapter 1, verses 29 through 31 And when you have it, somebody shout, I got it Amen. I hear you out there. Bless that wonderful name of the Lord. And the Bible says, Mark chapter 1, verse number 29. And forthwith, when they were come out of the synagogue, somebody shout, synagogue, they entered into the house of Simon and Andrew and James and John. And Simon's wife, that's Peter, Simon Peter, Simon's wife's mother lay sick of a fever and anon. That's a the King James word right here. And Anon, they tell him of her. Verse 31, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up. And immediately, somebody shout immediately. And immediately the fever left her and she ministered unto him. Amen. I'm going to minister from that very first verse there where it talks about, uh, it says, and he came and took her by the hand and lifted her up, and immediately the fever left her, and she ministered unto them. Uh, Today, uh, continuing in our Again series, I wanna minister from the subject, Serve Again. Serve Again, amen. Today, the Lord and I wanna talk about just what it means to be a true servant of God. We're gonna talk about servanthood. I wanna let you know that we serve God by serving Others, the world finds, defines greatness in terms of power, position, prestige, a man and possessions. Amen. That's how the world defines greatness. Uh, if you get served from others, then you have arrived. In our self-serving culture, it's a me-first mentality. Uh, acting like a servant is not a popular concept. But let me tell you what the Lord says, amen. Jesus, however, measured greatness in terms of service, not status. Let me say that again. Jesus, however, measured greatness in terms of service, not status, amen. God determines your greatness not by how many people you uh, serve you, amen, but how many people you serve, amen. This is so contrary to the world's idea of greatness that we have we have a hard time understanding it, much less practicing it. As a matter of fact, uh, not only today, but even in Jesus' day, the disciples argued about who was going to serve in the most prominent position, uh, uh, who was going to serve in the most prominent position, yes Lord. They wanted to be in a position, uh, they wanted a task, yes Lord, but they they wanted a title, but they didn't want the title, Uh, they wanted the title, excuse me, they didn't want the task, they were arguing about who was going to serve in the most prominent position. Key leaders today still jockey for promise in churches, in denominations, and even in other areas. Thousands of books have been written about leadership. But believe this, but few have been written about servanthood. Everybody wants to lead, but nobody wants to be a servant. Everybody wants to be a general, but nobody wants to be a private. Even Christians want to be servant leaders and not just servants. Uh, But to be like Jesus is to be a servant. Uh, That's what he called himself The Bible tells you in your Bible Matthew chapter 20 verses 17 through 28 Whoever desires to be first Among you uh, Let him become your slave Just as the son of man did not come to be served uh, But to serve others And to give his life as a ransom for many, amen. And I don't know about you, but I wanna be like Jesus. Yes, Lord, I'm here to serve, amen. And I just believe that's a sign of a true follower of Christ, that you have matured from just membership, uh, gone beyond maturity, that you're into ministry, that you wanna give back to God with a grateful heart, what God has so uh, wonderfully given unto us. And I wanna let you know today, there are three characteristics, uh, three qualities uh, that are essential for godly service. Can we go deeper? Uh, there are three qual- character qualities that are essential for godly service. Amen. God looks for servants who are, first of all, available, attentive, and then allegiance. Can I talk a little more? Amen. God looks at our, first of all, our availability, our availability. Amen. Servants, uh, we are serving, uh, willing servants are willing to make themselves available to serve. Willing servants are make themselves available to serve. Service do not fill up their time with other pursuits that limit their availability. Uh, 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 They want to be ready to jump into service whenever we're called on, hallelujah. Uh, Just like a good soldier. Serving must be, a servant must be ready to stand, a servant must be standing by for duty. Uh, uh, No servant uh, in active service entangles himself uh, with the affairs of this world uh, that he may be ready to serve, as Paul told Timothy. In other words, we're not entangled with everything else that's going on. We're not only concerned with all of these other to-dos. And I believe one of the reasons why God has shut down everything is that he's removing all of our little idols, uh, all the other things that have consumed our time. And allow us to be just available, to be alone in his presence and available to serve him. Yes, Lord. And just like a soldier, when we're called on, when we're deployed, uh, we must be ready. We must be available to serve. Yes, Lord. Because if you only serve when it's convenient for you, you're not a real servant. I know it's tight today, but it's going to be right. Amen. Uh, if, you're only, uh, if you only if only serve when it's convenient for you, then you're not a real servant. Amen. Real service uh, has... Uh, to do with uh, what's needed and and not what is needed. Amen. As a matter of fact, uh, uh, Rick Warren, Pastor Rick Warren put it this way in Purpose Driven Life. He said, the question to consider is, are you available to serve God at any time? Hmm. Can he mess up your plans without you becoming resentful? As a servant, you don't have to pick and choose when or where you will serve. Being a servant means that to give up the right to control your schedule, allowing God to interrupt it whenever he needs to. And I'm asking you today, does, does God have the right to interrupt your schedule? Hmm, uh, uh, can he uh, change your plans? Yes, can he tell you to do something different even when you want to do what you want to do? Are you available to serve and to be available to God? Uh, if you will remind yourself to start every day, uh, 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 that you are God's servant. Remind yourself that you are God's servant, and the don't frustrate you as much uh, because you're you're, you're real. Uh, you're a servant that and ready, ready willing, and able to serve whatever God wants to bring into your life. Servants see interruptions as divine opportunities for, for ministry and divine appointments, and are happy to uh, for the opportunity to practice service. So uh, he looks at three things. He looks at first of all our availability. Not only that, he also looks at our attentiveness. Our attentiveness, yes. Real service pays attention to needs. Mm. Real service pays attention to needs. A uh, 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 service are always on the lookout for ways to help others. Uh, on the lookout for ways to help others. Uh, uh, when they see a need, they seize the moment and meet it. Uh, just as the Bible commands us, whenever we have the opportunity to do what is good for everyone, especially for the family of faith. Amen. Uh, when, God you in, when, when God puts someone in front of you, he's giving you the opportunity to grow in servanthood. Some of you remember the parable of the Good Samaritan on the Jericho Road. And some people uh, And the Bible talks about the priest and the Levi that saw him, in, this man, in a knee. Uh, he had been beaten and uh, cast aside by thieves. Uh, but they were too busy. Uh, 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 they were too busy. Uh, the priests, yes, Lord. Uh, uh, they didn't pay attention to the needs of that man. Uh, but there was a good Samaritan uh, that came by and was attentive. Uh, that saw this man in need and picked him up, put him on his beast, yes, Lord, and ministered and, and uh, ministered to his needs. And that's what God wants us to do. Because a lot, uh, I said it before, but I'll say it again. Um, some people are more concerned about their title than they are at the task. Uh, some people are more concerned about a title Than they are in the text uh, Some people have more titles Or are concerned about a big title Yes Lord, you're the first bishop, senior pastor Reverend Dr. of uh, uh, the first Baptist, whole oh, my mew, Pentecostal Church of God in Christ Yes Lord, you got more letters behind your name than in the alphabet You uh, uh, I've got this big title but, but are you willing and able To serve? That's the question to consider, amen Because believe it or not, it's not always convenient To serve it's not always easy to serve, but but you have to have uh, availability, yes, Lord, uh, availability and attentiveness to be able to see needs and be willing to address them. Because Ecclesiastes 11 and 4 tells us that if you wait for perfect conditions, you're never getting anything done, yes, Lord, because it's never perfect. But, uh, but if you have a servant's heart, you are willing, you are available, yes, Lord, you yeah, have the availability and the attentiveness. And not only that, the allegiance. Uh, a servant has the allegiance. Uh, uh, I don't know about you, but I pledge allegiance to the Christian flag and to the Savior whose kingdom it serves, uh, one Savior crucified and risen and coming again uh, to redeem us all. Yes, Lord, I I, serve, I I pledge allegiance to God, and that's what God is calling us to do today. Yes, Lord, uh, He's looking at our availability, He's looking at our attentiveness, and He's looking at our allegiance. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, our allegiance is shown in how we uh, 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 How we serve with dedication Uh, How we take each task with dedication Whatever they do uh, Servants do with all their heart Yes Lord It doesn't matter the size of the task Hallelujah Uh, It could be something that's menial It could be something that's minor Something uh, uh, that doesn't seem to make much sense But, But even in small tasks Even when nobody else is watching uh, 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 do we see a need and need it? Uh, you may not be the person that's assigned to it, but but if you see that there's a need, uh, a, a floor that needs to be swept, uh, kids that need to be taken care of. Yes, Lord, are, are you? Uh, uh, what have you pledged allegiance to? Do you have the allegiance to uh, the Word of God and to serving His kingdom? Because, believe it or not, you will never be in a station in life where you are too important for menial, small tasks. Ooh. Amen. Uh, you will never, uh, 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 God will never exempt you from the mundane tasks. Uh, as a matter of fact, when you look at Jesus' example, he was one that was able to do even the small tasks. He did everything else that everybody else was trying to avoid. Jesus was one that didn't mind washing feet. Uh Jesus was one that didn't mind helping little children. Jesus was one that didn't mind fixing breakfast for his disciples, yes, Lord. And Jesus was one that didn't mind serving lepers. Nothing was beneath him, yes, Lord, because he came to serve, yes, Lord. He said, I came to seek and to save that which was lost and to give my life for ransom for many, yes, Lord. And it wasn't in spite of his greatness that he did these things, but it was because of it that made him great. Uh, And as followers of Christ... As far as Christ, yes, Lord, uh, he doesn't want any task to be too small for us, yes, Lord. And I'm asking you today, uh, 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 when you're looking at our service, yes, Lord, the Spirit of Lord wanted you to challenge us today. Yes, Lord, I, I know I should have put a, a, a disclaimer on this message. Uh, I should have let you know this is intended for mature audiences because I understand the Similex Saints have already signed out, yes, Lord. But, but somebody wants to grow deeper today. Uh, Somebody believes the Lord wants to take you higher today. Somebody believes that God wants to do something even greater in your life. Somebody is grateful for the fact that God has protected you during this season. And if that's you, yes, Lord, I want to let you know that God honors faithfulness. He honors service. Yes, Lord. Uh, And God wants us to finish our task. Uh, somebody say that finish our task yes lord uh he wants us not just to start something but he wants us to finish it he wants us to keep our promise to com- complete our commitments and, and don't leave the job half done uh uh don't quit when we get discouraged uh, uh lord have mercy to keep on fighting even until the end because if you do that you're in good company uh paul was saying it this way i fought a good fight i kept the faith i finished my course, that now I'm ready to be offered up. To, uh, uh, and not only Paul, but Jesus said, on the cross, after he has served and did everything, he's declared from the cross that it is finished. He finished his assignment today. He finished serving, healing, and dying for the sins of mankind. So I want to talk about servitude today. and that, uh, uh, I want to lay a foundation about what true servitude was, which brings me up to our I text today. Because our text is talking about a woman who had the heart of a servant a woman who had the heart of a servant here in Mark chapter 1 uh, verses 27 through 30 amen it talked 29 through thirty-one. excuse me uh it talks about a woman who had the heart of a servant she was available she was attentive and then she showed her allegiance to her lord uh after he came through into her situation Uh, Let me introduce to some and present to others uh, this woman here who has no name. We don't know her name. All we know, just like the woman at the well and and the woman with the issue of blood, we only know her location and her situation. Yes, Lord. Uh, But this woman right here uh, that we're talking about today was a woman who was deadly sick. Uh, She was sick. Yes, Lord. But she had one encounter with the Savior. And because of that one encounter, yes, Lord, he healed her. He restored her, and as an expression of gratitude, uh, she rose from her sick bed and immediately began to serve her Savior. That's it, right there. She rose from her sick bed and uh, immediately went to serve her Savior. She went straight from sickness. To serve. Yes, Lord. She was glad and grateful for the opportunity to serve again. And that's what the Lord and I want to talk about today. We want to talk about serving again. Yes, Lord. Uh, to serve again. Amen. Can we go deeper in the text today? Uh, uh, I'm just going to preach the Bible. I love it when the Bible makes its own points. Yes, Lord. We want to talk about serving again. Hallelujah. And as we talk about this woman, first thing I want to lift up is that her praise was prohibited. Uh, when praise is prohibited. Uh, When we find, this lady, in the Gospel of St. Mark, the first chapter, yes, Lord, we find a woman who is in bad shape. Uh, Off the top, when we read her testimony, uh, we understand she has a few strikes against her. Yes, Lord, uh, she's in a situation where everybody else had gone to church, Mm, but she was at home practicing social distancing. Yes, Lord, Uh, she was at home sick. Uh, The Bible says that she had a high fever and couldn't go to church uh, anymore with everyone else. Yes, Lord, Uh, her praise was prohibited. The Bible says in verse number 29 that Peter, uh, Jesus, uh, James, and Andrew had just left the synagogue. They were in a situation where Jesus had performed a miracle and delivered a message. And even after church, you know how it is that we have a good church service. Everybody's hungry. Yeah, we we look forward to going to the house and fellowshipping and having fun and eating a a meal with one another. And that's what was going on right there. Uh, uh, Peter, uh, James, um, Andrew, uh, they had all went to church with Jesus. Yes, Lord. And now they're coming to the house. And they find a woman in a bad shape. Yes, Lord. Again, she had a few strikes. First of all, she was sick uh, with a high fever. Yes, Lord. And this fever was not just an average fever. Uh, uh, In the other uh, translation, it talks about this was a high fever, uh, a deadly fever, uh, a a, a fever that could have meant life or death. I don't know if she had COVID-19. My Bible doesn't tell me. Yes, Lord. But she had a high fever. Strike number one. Hallelujah. Strike number two. Yes, Lord. She was a mother-in-law. The Bible says, uh, yes, in uh, verse number 30, that she was Peter's mother-in-law. She lay sick with a fever. She was a mother-in-law. And some of you understand, yes, that many other men have made their living talking about uh, mother-in-laws. Amen, amen. I'm grateful to God that I have two wonderful mother-in-laws. As a matter of fact, I call them mothers in love. Amen, hallelujah. We have uh, a situation where, but everybody did not have that situation. She was a mother-in-law. And because of that, yes, Lord, for some people, she would have been in bad shape. Uh, for some people, she was have made it, amen? Uh, if some people's mother-in-laws are, uh, are, are dependent upon their son-in-law or their daughter-in-law, yes, Lord, they're in a bad situation. And not only was she a mother-in-law, but she was Peter's mother-in-law. The Bible says in verse number 30 that it was Simon's mother-in-law that lay sick with the fever. Some of you know Peter. He's my favorite apostle for a number of reasons. Uh, But for the number one reason, is because he's an example of a wonderful change. uh, And what happens when you have been in the presence of God. What God can do in the life of a believer. Yes, Lord. He was rough as a corn crop when Jesus met him. Yes, Lord. Rough conversation. Rough hands. Yes, Lord. But because he hung out with Jesus, uh, Jesus was able to change his life. And and at the end of his journey, Jesus said, upon this rock, I'm going to be on my church. And the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. But in this first chapter of the gospel according to St. Mark, yes, Lord, uh, this was before uh, uh, Jesus had those three years to deal with Peter. This was during the time that Peter was in a situation where he was still being groomed for grace. So not only was this woman a mother-in-law, but she was Peter's mother-in-law. Yes, Lord, the one that was still cussing and fussing and lying at the last night of Jesus' earthly ministry, she was Peter's mother-in-law. And as a consequence, she was in bad shape. Yes, Lord, she was in bad shape. Yes, Lord, uh, she was in a bad situation. So her praise was prohibited. She was not able to go to church just like everyone else. She was in so- doing some social distancing, and she was sent in the house. She was sick in the house. And some of you understand that when you're sick and laying in the house, and as we've been so recently reminded, yes, Lord, sickness can be brutal. Mm-hmm. Uh, sickness can be brutal. Yes, Lord, sickness attacks all ages. Uh, all nationalities, all spiritual standings. Yes, Lord. It doesn't matter who you are. Sickness will often come to our houses. Yes, Lord. From from babies to grannies and everything in between. Sickness often comes to our house. Yes, Lord. And this time she had a severe Fever. Yes, Lord. She had a severe fever. But my Bible tells me in Isaiah 53, verse 5, it says he was wounded for our transgressions and and he was bruised for our iniquities. And by his stripes, yeah, we are healed. Yes, Lord. He died that we may live. And I'm glad that God is still in the healing business. Hallelujah. Yes, Lord. So number one, we're talking about as we introduce this woman today, uh, when praise is prohibited. She was home. She was in self-quarantine. She could not go to church. But not only uh, we want to talk about praise was prohibited. Uh, The Bible says, I want to talk about also point number two, the priority of prayer. Amen. Uh, The priority of prayer. Because the Bible says in verse number 30 that uh, uh, when Simon's mother was laying sick with a fever, amen, the Bible says, and Anon, A-N-O-N, they went, uh, they they told him of her. Uh, uh, anon They tell him of her In other words, prayer was the priority The, the Bible uses the word Anon uh, That's a good King James word That's a word that many of us don't use around the house much anymore Yes Lord, the priority of prayer It says Anon uh, 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 they, they went uh, And that word means immediately straightway. Uh, because she was in this desperate situation They said go get Jesus uh, somebody go get Jesus. Yes, Lord. Uh, they knew He was in the house. They knew He was in the neighborhood, and and and, and they said, you know what? This
1: is a job
0: for Jesus, uh, and they didn't waste time. Uh, the Bible said, before he eats his chicken, before he, he uh, uh, finishes his meal, uh, anon, nah, somebody go get Jesus. In other words, prayer was the priority. And I wanna let you know today that we need to have that type of attitude. Some people will try everything else before they try the Lord. And I wanna let you know today that prayer needs to be the priority. Somebody knows that he's Alpha as well as Omega, and he's the first as well as the last. He's the beginning as well as We are not going to try everything because we're not going to ask Yes, Lord, we're not going to call a friend. Uh, we're not going to see what everybody else thinks. Uh, uh, first of all, I'm going to call Jesus as soon as I find myself in this situation. And I believe Peter picked up on this even later on in his ministry. Uh, he understands that prayer must be the priority. You you don't have to wait until you try tried everything else and let all of that other stuff be You need to call Jesus as soon as you find yourself, yeah, in a situation. The Bible talks about Jesus. Y'all remember the story. when Peter jumped out of the boat and he was walking on water and he was doing alright for a little while but the Bible says that he began to sink and, and as soon as he was beginning to sink the Bible said he cried out Lord help me. In other words, when he was beginning to sing, he didn't wait till the water got up to his neck. He didn't wait till he started drowning for a while, but he said, anon, yes Lord, immediately, a straight way. He said, I got to call on the name of the Lord. And somebody knows that when you call on the name of Jesus, yes Lord, everything else has to change, yes Lord. Uh, when you call on Christ, yes Lord, he has a way of stepping in and doing what only God can do. And I'm just wondering today, is he alpha or just omega for you? Is he the beginning or he's just the last? Is is he the first uh, as as well as the last in your life? And somebody understand that you know what? when the situation is hot, yeah, then we got to go get Jesus. Uh, Prayer, yeah, prayer was the priority. Somebody go get Jesus. Uh, Somebody go get Jesus. Yes, Lord, my mother-in-law is sick. Mm, Somebody... Go get Jesus, because we understand that uh, when Jesus is on the scene, that something happens. Uh, Jesus was the priority. The priority was prayer. They said, let us go and let's find Jesus. He's passing by. And and I don't know about you, but I thank God for intercessors. I'm glad that they were in the company of people who didn't mind going to get Jesus. because I don't know about you, but but I've been in situations in my life where I couldn't pray for myself. Anybody else been there? When you uh, had a situation and you couldn't pray for yourself, uh, but I thank God that you had, uh, that I had an intercessor. I had somebody that's in my corner, that when I couldn't call him for myself, that somebody else would call him on my behalf. And I just believe today that God wants us to have an, a non-spirit uh, or and a non-attitude. Yes, Lord, we don't say that word in the King James often at our house, but, but we still should have that mindset and that mentality. Lord, we're not going to try everything else. Mm, we're not going to try uh, every, every prescription that may have been uh, tested or not tested. Lord, I'm going to call on your name. I remember when I was in corporate America when I had a friend named Marvin Smith, yes, uh, and I said, Marvin, I need you to pray for me. I'm going to the doctor and I got some situation that I'm a little concerned about. And you know how some people do, you know, yeah, I'm going to pray for you. And then they end up forgetting about it. (laughs) Uh, uh, you know uh, but but Marvin had an anon spirit he he left his desk pulled me into the fire uh, ex- uh, fire uh, stairwell yes Lord and prayed for me right there in corporate America pray for me uh, he had an anon spirit he called on the Lord immediately on our behalf and I don't know about you but I thank God for that because guess what the test came out the way the test needed to come out yes Lord I'm not waiting till the battle is over yes Lord I'm not waiting till I tried everything else Lord I'm calling on your name. Uh, and if Bishop Paul Boyd was here, he'd let you know that something happens when you call on the name of the Lord. Has anybody ever called on everybody else? But Lord, at first, you had to call on the name of the Lord immediately, Jesus, 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 yes, Lord, something happens uh, when you're calling. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that I have a God that makes house calls. Yeah. Uh, there are times I couldn't get to the house of the Lord, yes, Lord. But I'm glad that Jesus is the type of God that still makes house calls. Yes, Lord, so here it is today. Yes, Lord, as we get ready to come to a close, uh, 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 this woman right here who finds herself in this situation, uh, she understood, first of all, yes, Lord, uh, uh, in her bad situation, amen, uh, she understood that uh, her praise was prohibited. She couldn't go to church. uh, But sometimes church would come to you, yes. uh, She understood the priority of prayer. And then lastly and definitely not least, uh, we understand the power of his presence. Yes, we understand the power of his presence. I'm in verse number 31. The Bible says that, and immediately, yes, uh, the Bible says, yes, Lord, and he came uh, uh, her to her, and he took her by the hand, and he lifted her up, uh, and, and immediately, yeah, that's the word I'm looking for, immediately, the fever left her. Hallelujah. And she arose and ministered unto them. Yes, Lord. The power of his presence. Yes, Lord. Uh, I want to talk about the fact that you know what? When Jesus steps in, (laughs) everything has to change. Yes, Lord. Uh, He stepped in because she'd been sick and she nobody else could do anything. But Jesus stepped in. And because he stepped in, he took her by the hand. Uh, And he lifted her up. And the Bible says, immediately, the fever left her. Do you know that God can heal immediately? Uh, Do you know that it doesn't take him long to do anything? And I understand some people may be sick. Some people may have been suffering for a long time. There are some people who are on on the ventilator right now. Yes, Lord. And and I know sometimes the doctors may have said they can't do anything for you. But but Jesus, the power of his presence. Uh, When God steps into the situation, yes, Lord. God will step in, and he's able to lift us up. And I thank God, yes, Lord. I remember back in the old days, we used to sing a song, uh, Areca Franklin made a famous. It said, precious Lord, uh, take my hand. Uh, lead me on. Uh, help me stand. Yes, Lord, for, for I'm tired, yeah, and, and I'm weak, Uh, and I'm worn. Um, through the storm, yeah, I wish I had some help in the house, yeah. And, and through the night, God. Uh, Lead me on, up. and so they like, Yeah, precious boy, take my hand and, and, and lead me on. Do you understand what God steps in? Uh, God has a way of laying his hand on you, and, and when God just one touch from the master is all that we need to, to lift us up. From our situation. And I'm glad I got a master and a, I serve a God that don't mind laying his hands on us. Yes, Lord. I don't, I'm glad that I serve a master that doesn't mind stepping in to my situation. Some of you remember the 10 lepers. Yes, Lord. And they were in a bad situation and, and they had been bitten off by society. Everybody else had, had called them off. Yes, Lord. Uh, they were in a situation where they were practicing social distancing. But Jesus came by Uh, And they said, Jesus, Master, have mercy on us. And and the God I serve, he stepped into that situation. Do you know that God will step into your situation? And when God steps in, yes, Lord, immediately, just like those ten lepers, this woman right here, the fever left her. In other words, he healed her immediately. And I don't know about you, but I thank God that God is a God that steps in, yes, Lord. uh, And as a matter of fact, I for his divine timing, yes Lord. And because he stepped in, because he healed, you know, guess what this woman did? She said, you know what? I'm getting up off of my sick bed. And as soon as the fever left her, yeah, uh, the Bible said that she immediately went and she served him. She understood, you know what? You can't beat God's giving no matter how you try. And in other words, she went immediately uh, anon, a, a straight way from being sick To serve him. In other words, she said, you know what? I'm going to serve the Lord while I got the chance. Yeah. I know I've been sick. I know I've been down. I know I've been in a situation where I couldn't serve like I want to. I couldn't sing like I want to. I couldn't usher like I wanted to. But Jesus came by the house. Because he came by the house, guess what? Because he lifted me up, guess what? I'm going to give him the best that I got to give. And I just believe today that, that if we have a heart of a servant, yes, Lord, if we're attentive, uh, if we're available, and we pledge allegiance to our Lord, guess Lord, that God will, yeah, he will step up and he will step in. Guess what? A thousand, they fall to your left, a uh, 10000 fall to your right, but no harm yet yeah, shall come to you, because God says, you know what, when I raise her up this time, uh, uh, when I heal her up this time, she's going to go and she's going to serve, and she's going to give me the best that she has to give, and that's what God is saying today, I know many of us, and I'm ministering now, yes Lord, many of us have been in a situation where we hadn't been able to serve in a while, yes Lord, many of us have been in a situation where uh, we've been lonely, to get back into the house of God We've been longing to get back to do something Getting back to do some things that we Haven't had the opportunity To do in a long time uh, But for whatever reason You may not have been sick But somebody in your house may have been sick uh, uh, You may not have had sickness come to your house at all But you can't get out and move and Work and, and do all the things that you're accustomed to doing but what the Spirit of the Lord want me to tell you today is that He wants us to serve again. He wants us to serve again. And the time will come. Yeah, I'll get the text messages already. As It's many a phone call. Pastor, uh, when do we get back ready to come back to church? When can I come back and, and serve? I, I need to be a holy hook. I, I want to serve in my ministry. Uh, I've matured to the point I'm not part of just the seat ministry anymore. Uh, Lord has given me something And because he's giving me something, I'm gonna give it back to him. And but for whatever reason, I've been prohibited from praising like I want to. But I still got the priority of prayer. I've been serving him, I've been at my house throwing rocks at the devil. And because I believe in the power and the priority of prayer, I just believe that he has the power. Uh he has the power and he'll share his presence. There's power in his presence. He'll come in, he's still making house calls, he's making house calls. So even in the midst of that, while we can't come to the house of God, guess what? God will come to our house. And if we continue to serve Him to the best of our ability, and whatever our condition is, He'll give us the ability to serve again. I just believe it won't be long. Uh, I don't know what it'll be, but I, I just believe it, it won't be long before we're able to come and to serve and to, to sing and to, to shout and to give our service to to give God whatever it is that He has given unto us. Our gift from God is the gift, the anointing, the, the calling. That's our gift from God. But our gift back to God is what we do with it. And I don't know about you, but I want to be a good steward of my anointing. Uh, Lord, I, I'm gonna serve you while i got the chance. And just like this woman right here, yes Lord, I know we've been prohibited from praising him, but guess what, if you raise me up, uh, as I pray unto you, I'll experience the power of your presence. And as you step into the situation, yes, Lord, I believe that, that you will raised me up. You know? And guess what? I can go from sickness unto serving. But if you're here today, God, and you're hearing this message, and for whatever reason, you have not done the first step, uh, you haven't accepted Christ as your personal Savior, I want to let you know that we're offering Christ to you today. We want to give you an opportunity to get to know this man who, who makes house calls. Yes, Lord, he makes house calls today. And I, in prayer, may not your priority right now but you can have that opportunity. You have that opportunity to make prayer and praise your opportunity. Your praise doesn't have to be prohibited just because we're practicing social distancing. We don't have to practice spiritual distancing. You can call on the name of the Lord right now and he can save you, he can raise you, he can give you brand new life, new life among them. So if you're here today, you're hearing this message. I said it before but I believe it with all of my heart that you're not here by, by accident. You're here about divine providence. The spirit of the Lord has something significant that he wants to do in your life today. If you're here and you're not saved, we want to let you know that God wants you to be saved. He's reminding us day after day that death is too certain. Hell is too high. Eternity is too long for you to die in this world with so much sickness, uh, death, and disease. Yes, Lord. That you don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I want to let you know today that God wants you not only to get enough of Christ to get out of hell for you, He wants wants you to know Him in an intimate and personal way that you can serve Him. Serve Him the balance of your days. Make yourself available. Be attentive to the needs of His house. Yes, Lord, and pledge allegiance to His King. He died for you. We ought to live for Him. If you're here today, and you're hearing this passage, I want to let you know that you can be saved. It's as easy as ABC, accept, believe, and confess. Uh, we're making it easy for you to accept the Amen. Uh, you can type your name and you can email us at info at and just say, I want to be saved. Leave your contact information. We got a team, yes, Lord. Uh, our team will reach out to you and help meet you where you are and help you get saved, yes, Lord, and, and usher you through that process uh, from being to become a member of the body of Christ to mature in Christ and then to minister. For Christ, yes, Lord. So, if you're hearing here this message, He wants you to be saved today. Accept, believe, and confess. Accept the fact you're born Believe that Jesus is the Son of God, and make that confession with your mouth. And not only that, yes, Lord, but if, if you're being saved, if you have uh, already received Christ as your Savior, I want to let you know that there are times when life will happen, and we'll find ourselves distant from the Lord, yes, Lord, but. But God is calling us back to him again. He's saying, you know what? He wants us to serve again. Again. He doesn't want us just to get out of hell free. He wants us to give our life to serve for him. He didn't give anybody everything, but he gave everybody something. If you're here today and you're hearing this message, God is crying out to you and saying he wants you to serve again. Yes, Lord. Whatever it is. Uh, You don't have to be a a preacher. You don't have to be a deacon. David said, I'd rather be a doorkeeper. In the house of the Lord, that to dwell in the tent of the wicked. If you're here today, God is calling you back home to give your service unto him. And I want to let you know that if you cry unto him, yes, Lord, if you make prayer your priority, yes, Lord, even though your praise may have been from there's power in his presence. He will step into your situation, he'll lift you up, he'll do what only God can do. And I thank you for listening today. And I pray God's blessings upon each and every one of you. Come back to him. Yes, Lord. Give him the best that you got to give. Again, he died for you. Let us live for him. The word of God for the people of God. And the people of God did say, Amen. God bless you and may he ever keep you is our prayer.